Hi. Back again. Guess who is back? It's me. Did you guess it was me? Seeing as that I'm the one who did every other episode previous to this. Well, good deduct good deduction skills, Sherlock. Yeah, it is me. Fuck you. For fuck you. Find yourself. I. I. I can't do it for you. You have to find yourself. You find yourself. Where are you? Where. Where are you? Do you have to go on a scavenger hunt? I hope that that's not how you set up finding out yourself for yourself. That would be uh, really indirect and exhausting. If you made it, if you set up, set it up for yourself that finding out yourself is a scavenger hunt format. You have your you have disorders. Um, maybe sometimes people are like, "Hey, to me, like." You take your medication just to be funny. And they're like, what disorders do you have? I have disorder. Just that. Just that one. It's di I'm disordered. Disorder. I have so much disorder that I'm disorder of dis-sentence. I'm so disordered that I'm disordered. Disorder of dis-sentence. Right here. This one. This one. Sorry. This one. This one. Smoke, roll one, smoke one, this one, this one. When you live like this, you're supposed to party. You hear the urgency in my voice? If you didn't, if you didn't, then maybe you don't belong here. Uh, there's some, there's a lot of, there's a lot of barriers sentry for you even listening to me right now. Um... This is pretty high-ended information, and so maybe you should consider turning it off. All right. This isn't the standard list podcast, and so it's not for, I mean, it's not just anybody just wanders in. They're like, oh, yeah, I like it. I like that. I like that podcast. E oh, mm oh, I bet you do. Yeah, I bet you do like this podcast. Oh, I bet... Do you find it enjoyable? Yeah, well, maybe you should um, reconsider what's been happening to you and yourself and your whatever, your relatives or whoever you find yourself around that you like you put yourself in to these situations with these people that it makes it then that's who you are or whatever like. I don't, the love that I have is only found in the people that I share it with, like that kind of thing. Like, well, even after I'm dead, my, it won't matter because what will be passed on is all that matters about my existence. I only find myself in the love I have for other people. Is that you today? then maybe you shouldn't listen to this podcast. Just kidding. I don't want to dissuade people with my words. I'm being facetious. Um, but, like, um, my naturally con condescending tone about it is not something to be overlooked. 
Like, you should consider maybe, maybe you shouldn't listen. I mean, <laughs> hey, maybe you shouldn't. Like, it's a joke, but uh, I, I mean, is there something, is there something to it, though? There's always a little kernel of truth in all falsehoods. Fuck nah, there ain't. Sometimes there's just, sometimes there's just, oh, that didn't mean anything, right? Right? Sometimes the words are spoken and they mean nothing, though, basically. I'm just, depending on it, but what are you going to do? Discern everybody else's intention to be like, oh, they're, they're trying to tell me something. Nobody's trying to tell you anything. They're just out for themselves. And if they are trying to, if they're trying to communicate to you specifically, then watch out. This is Paranoia 101 hour. Welcome to Paranoia class. I'm telling you how things go down in the world. Watch if any time that I'm complaining about something, this is this is welcome to Paranoia hour because who knows what anybody is doing and for what reason. You know what I mean? 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 You know what I'm talking about that I am doing? currently currency and full circle um it revolves back around how are you doing today how are you doing you're doing well good good that you're doing well or bad oh good nice wow were you away were you away this morning wow you were a certain th thing of this is the thing that i was being Ooh, how did you find a, how did you manage to construct a, a morning for yourself where you came to be feeling a way about the morning? How did you insert yourself into your surroundings that it was determined that you found some purpose in you being there? And then the, that like, oh, the relationship between me and the surroundings definitely happened and oh i definitely feel this way about it that kind of thing is going on oh yeah oh the morning started off good yeah i don't think so i don't think it did the morning oh i had a bad morning yeah fuck you you had a bad morning i don't think so what is what do you do you own the morning oh i had a bad one yay for you that you had a, oh, did you have a bad morning? Oh, cause, oh, mornings are bad now, huh? Oh, because the morning happened and oh, it was because what you saw and when you inserted yourself in your, the way you related yourself to this morning, then it became that, oh, day. oh, okay. Uh, so now we're just, oh, we're all, oh, am, am I supposed to have a bad morning now too? Because you, oh, is that what you're telling me? Oh, I'm supposed to see things through, like I'm supposed to try to learn who you are and you're telling me you have a bad morning. Like, oh, now I, now I am having one too. I don't um, listen. I don't listen to what I'm saying. Don't you hear these, don't you hear these words? I don't condone your bad morning, but I guess you're entitled to it. You're you're entitled to your bad morning. I'm entitled. When I tell people like, oh, I had a good morning, I'm like, and I deserved it, and I deserved um, waking up today. So, so fuck you. Yeah, I woke up today and I and I ate breakfast. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a good morning. I always I'm up in people's 
business about my good morning. Like, yeah, well, I bet you thought that it wouldn't have gone that way for me, but <laughs> it was a good morning, so ha 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 ha. You cunt. You think that my morning would have not been uh, that I didn't lay down, that I wasn't thinking about it? Oh, what, like passe morning for me? Oh, no, I, I was aware that I was having a morning and more more so than that, I was like, I knew that I would feel a way about it later that I could tell people about. So I'm like, oh, this isn't this isn't nothing. Uh, at least I respect the morning. Uh, that's what I say to other people, even though, I, even though I get mad at them. They tell me they had a bad morning. I'm like, no, no, I had a good morning, and that's not that's none of your business. So you can fuck off. No, I had a good morning and I didn't, I'm, that information isn't free, like, at least show a hint of gratitude for me telling you about that, because otherwise, how would you know what morning I had? And, duh, this, this isn't, I didn't just show up for nothing, like, do you hear what I said? Are words not coming out of my mouth? Did I not have... Oh, did I not have a good morning? Oh. That's what I get all up in people's face when I tell them, like, Hey, by the way, um, I did have a good morning today, and... Yeah, I drove to work, like, I made myself breakfast, and then... Uh-huh. And then, yeah, and then I showed up at work, so... Did... Oh, did you do that, too? Oh, you had a good... Oh, you had a good morning? Oh, okay. Oh. I had no idea before you told me that. Thank God you told me. Thank God you told me about your good morning. Oh, why? Did, oh, you. Oh, you had a good morning. No big surprise. I. <laughs> I bet you had one. I bet you had a good morning. What do you do? You. Oh, do you wake up comfortably to this morning? I bet that that was nice. I bet that that was comforting. Oh, do you wake up in a secure home that you're paying rent for or paying that you paid for? Oh, are you paying for a place to live in so you're so that you're safe from rain and snow and cold weather? Good for fucking you. Um That's that's what I say. That's what I say. It's it's fun. It it's fun to say all that. Um how um how's it shaken i was gonna do a uh rocket league episode of twitch stream on tuesday and i did one but then the twitch stream cut out and uh so then i didn't get to upload it so there won't be another twitch stream until this tuesday just so you know and this is in the informational part of the broadcast Let's let me show you a snapshot of my mind. This is a snapshot of my mind. Do you understand now? A picture is worth a thousand words. Are you interp or do you know what thousand words that was? If not, you might need to take some time replaying that, deconstructing it so you can understand what I'm telling you. There is a lot that went into that, and I would appreciate your respect at a time like this. That 
if I'm going to be as vulnerable as to share that with you, what I just said. Then maybe you should, uh, because it's it's not like you're going to find that anywhere. That's not for every, that's not every place. That's part of my brand, by the way, and I better not catch a whiff of that. In, I better not encounter that in real life that I'll know that somebody was snitching, that they're sharing that, that that's now, I mean, I know that now it's on the internet, so it's like transferable to everybody that I just shared that, but I better not catch a whiff of anywhere outside of these walls because I, because then I will figure it out, um, I'll put two and two together about who did it, and then I'll set my crew on you, and my, and you might think that I'm joking, but uh, you're like, oh, yeah, you're right, you have a crew. Like, yeah, well, I do have one, and they're lethal, so it's, and something's got to come home to roost. Some Something has to. Something has to be uh, on the chopping block to be roosted. And uh, all I'm saying is, like, don't make it you. Mitigate your chances for it to be you to be on the chocolate block to be roasted because uh, When I say that something's part of my brand, that's not I'm not like I'm not uh, you like uh, do you uh, do you understand? Do you do you not do you, do you not understand what that means? No, I have a brand. That's what I tell people I yell it in their face. I'm like no, I have a brand They don't know who I am at all. They're just strangers uh, and I scream at them. I'm like, no, I have a brand. You dickless moron. I have a fucking brand. It's called, uh, um, and it's doing well. So it's very strong. That's just 14, 14 minutes of gold right there. Silver and gold. How about the uh, whatever? How about, I mean, you get that, whatever that country is, that they're like having like somebody invaded or whatever. It's like the one did it and then there's like this guy that's leading, but then he went into or something, but then they're like, went in there but everyone's on social media like no the, we tiktok controls this war not you that's funny everyone's like hey dude you can't it's just becomes like uh russia invades ukraine and then it becomes um Russia invades Ukraine, and then it just, like, at this point, it's not really a war. It's just kind of, a, like, a current event or something. Like, people think that it's a people think that it's a TV show or a publicity stunt because of how much people, like, get to talk back to an event. Like, it's just something that happened on the Internet somehow, even though it's a war. Like, I, I feel like it's difficult for people to respect it. They think that it's just part of the the news cycle or like they're like oh yeah all right putin invaded i mean everybody like people are taking it seriously obviously but it's like the world the world is like uh no we think it's icky that you invaded ukraine so 
you're not going to do that. And the entire world is like sanctioning them and Green Day didn't even show up to Russian concerts. So that probably, that's probably the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? They're like, oh, Putin called off the troops because Green Day didn't show up to Russia to do their scheduled dates. So uh, the jig is up. Um, we thought that we could pull one over in the entire world, but, uh, that was, yeah, like he invaded it and then they're like, uh, it's like a, they think it's just a, like, like, oh, the war. Yeah. It's just kind of a, you know, oh, oh, you're launching missiles, but I know that it's a very serious issue for the people that are actually in Ukraine and then getting bombed. So that's not. That's not a positive thing, but it's kind of weird how the entire world agrees that war sucks now. That we're like, oh no, we don't, we're not going to do this. Uh, we're not going to do this thing anymore. Like sometimes I say about how we live in like the world, the borders of the world of countries don't change anymore. Because people don't invade things. And this is what I'm talking about, is that if somebody does actually invade something now, it is the biggest deal ever like every the entire world is like no stop it did not it did not used to be like that people could actually invade things i mean especially when it was the roman empire there wasn't any there's no backlash but even in world war ii you could invade stuff and they're like they let hitler do it for a while and the the like europe was concerned but america was like yeah whatever we're gonna because the world wasn't connected now the world is so connected that if anybody invades anything, it's like the entire world's business, and it's just it's just more difficult because it, to do that and that you're going to be taken seriously. Like that's the thing is that people are like, "Hey, dude, you have mental issues." Like, there's too much uh, dialogue about uh, mental health now that people are like, "Hey, Putin, you need to talk to a psychiatrist or something." Like. It's that we don't live in a world where you go to war now, right? You know that. I guess it, that news didn't get around to you. Like Putin doesn't want to be, uh, doesn't want to be passe. He doesn't want to fall off the map. He wants to stay relevant. So he's going to be like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. It's like Twitter got mad at him. I, I don't know. It's a possibility. Or like, didn't he, didn't he re say that he was calling off some troops or something? Or is that just a myth? Or is that just fake news? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Who cares about the, what the news reports about it? It's difficult that people would be dying and, um, that's, that's tough. I'm, I'm against people dying on this podcast and I don't care what anybody says. I get a lot of flack for that, but I'm pro-life. All death is abortion. The earth is just a bigger womb. Have you ever heard that said before? That was uh, Thomas Henry Anderson said that uh, to Congress before he died of Lou Gehrig's disease. Do you remember that? He was like, today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. All death is abortion. The earth is just a bigger womb. That was what, actually, no, I'm confusing it. That's what Lou Gehrig said. 
And then they're like, oh, you never made it to 500 home runs? Looks like you should have not gotten diseased. Maybe you shouldn't have gotten fatal diseases so soon, buddy. Then maybe you could be uh, in the 500 home run club, but mm, I guess that disease was more important to you. Oh, I guess that you wanted to be in the have diseases named after you club instead. Baseball got all pissed. They're like, oh, I guess you have a new group of friends that you're identifying yourself to. Have a disease that's so unique that it, you, they name it after you, but then over time they're like, well, we need to be more scientific and it is not right to be personal at these matters. So let's forget about Lou Gehrig and call it something else. And then social media is like, would they call it, what's, that's the ice bucket challenge disease is that that's the disease you get from doing the ice bucket challenge or something like people just at this point they totally forgot about Lou Gehrig and now they're just like that's that fun that's that fun trend where you dump water <laughs> that's what people remember about it now rather than that it's like one of the most horrific diseases ever like, oh, ha, 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 we're just having so much fun raising awareness. I know that I'm, I know that it raised all this money, but people aren't really doing that now. And now it's kind of like, not, it's just spreading a lot of misinformation, like as if this, as if Lou Gehrig's disease is fun. What is it called? LMS? L, uh, what's it called? PTSD? I can't remember. The Lou Gehrig's disease, whatever they change it to, the it's like a couple letters now or something. It's not CTE because it's the one they get in the NFL. I don't... But it's just like, oh, the ice bucket challenge. They spread so much misinformation about it, I don't even remember the name of the disease. And that now that's what's remembered about it because people aren't... People are not often, like, doing that now where they're like, hey, I'm doing the ice bucket challenge again. People wouldn't take you seriously. They'd be like, oh yeah, we're done raising awareness for that disease. Don't you know that that trend is over? That disease isn't trendy anymore, so let's forget about it. You're behind. That disease was so 2016 that people got on board with it. But that's just like, that's how superficial things get. It's like, it was, uh, was it really about the disease or was it about people being part of a trend? And now in the aftermath of that, well, it's not trendy anymore. And so that's a critique on culture that you received just now, that you heard with your ears, with your two ears, I bet. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, did, oh, did it go in one ear and now it didn't go out again? The other ear. Curiosity killed the cat. A. Curiosity killed the cat and um, people are ignorant. Those are two things that I'd like to discuss here. Curiosity is an important idea. Curiosity is like, oh, that'll take you beyond what you're thinking about. I mean, if you have the courage to indulge in curiosity then you might find that you're in a whole new world that you didn't expect 
was even possible before. I mean, if you're like really curious, you keep you keep going towards those things that confuse you. You're like, oh, I have to figure out what it is. You, curiosity. And the world tries to rein in. Like curiosity is a pretty potent idea if it had, if it was, um, if it was like widely accepted, but we're not like, oh, it's important to be curious. No, we say curiosity killed the cat. We say, and unfortunately, what really gets killed is curiosity with a phrase like that, because like literally everybody knows it. And to the point now that you're like not even going to think about curiosity in some cases, like it's so tied with that phrase. That phrase is very limiting to curiosity when you think about the potential of curiosity. Where can curiosity bring you basically anywhere? Curiosity is very uncontainable that we limit it to this, uh, bird, this phrase that like cause it's a that's a major burden for the idea of curiosity that's like in the same way that we make fun of people or like we we try to we judge people we make fun of them give them monikers for and then like they stick and then that person is kind of screwed uh, or at least for a period of time maybe a long time maybe temporarily like judgments that we give to people to define them and we make fun of people and then it sticks and then it sucks for them. Curiosity, that's what the entire world does for that idea. They came up with this definer where we're like, oh, curiosity killed the cat. And for whatever reason, it sticks so that everybody is saying it. Like uh, restricting it to cats when, like associating with cats. And also, and it's just a meaningless phrase that's, that, um, diminishes the power of curiosity belittles curiosity when you're like curiosity killed the cat because it doesn't mean anything because curiosity in basically never kills the cat like most 99 percent of times uh the cat when it's curious does not get killed as a result like if a cat you have a house cat it's curious and then it's like goes around and it sees new tree ornaments and then it bats them. The tree ornaments don't fall off and kill them. Cats are being curious like 24 hours in a day. And the percentage of times that the curiosity actually kills a cat is very, very low. That everybody says this phrase, repeats it. Um, it's really just, it's really just something that ends up belittling curiosity or like you forget about you're like, oh, curiosity killed the cat. I, we, I mean, then you're associating it with, with... That's why people share it. That's that's why people... And that's often why people share useless phrases that don't mean anything. Like, people that like to say repetitive phrases are probably not that curious anyway. But this is like... Like, uncurious people are probably the kind of people that are sh going to sh share this phrase or say it as if it has meaning. People who don't like curiosity are going to be like, curiosity killed the cat. Remember that? Remember that thing that we all say? Even though it doesn't mean anything. Some people are like, oh, but remember. But even I, like, even I would say it. Like, I wouldn't actually say it. I know, I wouldn't say it. But I would think about it. 
like, oh, oh, remember curiosity because, and then people associated with like, oh, you're going to get killed if you're too curious because remember the cat got killed when no, what evidence is there? The cat got killed. Like I, is that phrase even based on one cat that got killed when it happened? And if it was, then you're just blowing up something that doesn't happen that very, that often. Like it's not even, I doubt it's even based on anything. There's no evidence they didn't run any studies like oh they killed the cat they tested 300 cats in various states of curiosity in various curious scenarios and um those cats and then we it was determined that yes curiosity killed the cat it's not very scientific i wouldn't say it's just kind of it's just demeaning to curiosity right but how about um how about ignorance how about oh don't you're ignorant that's ignorant well if you uh i mean if you say if you talk out a turn if you just start saying things then well you're ignorant and like there as if there's no room for ignorant people on the earth everybody has to be aware yeah, like there's nobody, there's no people on earth that have ADD that just don't really hear things and are naturally ignoring the world around them. You're, I'm saying, think about what you're attacking with ignorance. You're just talking about people who are ignoring, but it's like, it's the same as a world that gets pissed at, well, you have to listen to, you have to be listening not if you're a, like, if you're somebody who's ignoring things. No, well, you just gotta listen more. You gotta try hard to, you gotta try. Well, I mean, yeah, why don't I try hard to listen and then also try hard to be um, a really good tennis player, too? Why don't I try really hard to be a good fisher? Why don't, a uh, fisherman, uh, catching perch and walleye? And bass. Why don't I try to... Why don't I be a bass specialist, too? Why don't I try to listen to bass? To s tap into their wavelengths so that I can catch more of them. Why not go further? Why don't I... Why don't I just listen to everyone? Because then you'd be like, well, people are more important than bass. So that's why you have to listen to people. But I'd be like, well... Why... Oh, what... 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 Where does it stop? If I if I go out of my way to listen to one dumb person, why don't I go dumber? Why don't I why don't I just make it so that I listen to anybody who's saying anything because oh everyone has something important to say. Where does it stop? Why don't I just oh I, oh I'm supposed to listen all the time? Like people talk about ignorance as if there aren't people that ignore things. Like there's no room for the ign people ignoring things that's what you can't be today you can't ignore or as if as if ignorance is unself-awareness un as if that's the same thing or uh, but it's just people anybody can it's it's just an easy thing to call people to when uh this is this is such a taboo like don't be ignorant people are just talking about like self-awareness is really important the world today self-awareness is more important because now we're 
slightly more aware to the point that we're like, we're aware enough that we're saying that self-awareness is important. And I feel like that wasn't the case 25 years ago. Uh, now everything is like, oh, we are aware that we're aware. And like people try harder to be aware now, I'd say. Awareness, it's kind of like a fad. It's a, tr it's a phenomenon. It's like a trend a little bit. Be, be aware. That's like the thing that we're calling being uh in tune with political issues and like in tune with the world or being relevant that's just a that's a fashionable way of being relevant is like self-aware is just kind of a thing that we call it now like well you need to be aware of issues it's like similar to starting a dialogue or like and so what comes along with that is like well obvious obviously every we need to be the importance of self-awareness because it is important to be self-aware but like people didn't people weren't thinking of that as self-awareness so much like i'm saying the word is more popularized over the course of the last like 25 years and you can take that or leave it is it true that's up for you to decide do your research do your research there's like google tells you the height of popularity of a word so um just do your research. You're the you're the scientist. I'm just saying the words so you I like you know I it's just that oh evidence is so important. Well, without without people creating things that you can scrutinize, what what science is there? Where's where's science? Without without people actually saying something that everyone's like, oh my god, what was just said, we need to figure it out, oh, you're a liar. Without anybody putting the thing out there that then can be interpreted as either truth or a lie. Where are you? Where are you, science? Science is dependent on somebody else creating something, because then they have to verify it across all sources later on, because they're science. Because they're like the last, like, they would take forever to verify something, because it needs to be totally evident. You know how science gets. You know how science is just like, science is strict, like litigious. If you're really a scientist, really, the scientific method, um, it's, it's it's religious. There are there are religious activities. But it's like Kent Hovind was telling everybody that science is a religion before anybody was. And then he gets really big in Christian circles because there, he got a hold of this true thing that he's kind of like basing his whole persona, his entertaining persona around, which is that, well, science is a religion too. And he's saying that before other people did, Kent Hovind. And then he actually makes people look bad in debates between creation and evolution because he's like, oh, by the way, ev like evolution, that's, that's religion too. And evolution kind of acts, I mean... There is some lack of self-awareness, I think, that ev evolution has. Before, before Kent Hovind, I mean, I'm not... Here's the thing. Unfortunately, I'm now defending Kent Hovind. That guy is a con, fast-talking con-gopher. Like a, a character portrayed in some Onion video. Like there's an Onion video... Like Congress got swindled out of their money by a fast-talking con gopher or something that's what kent hovind is he's just a 
he's like ah he speaks really fast and has all of these zingers but like he has he has timing that would have been acceptable for standards of timing when he was popular now it looks like a facade but i i don't know that guy sucks, Kent Hovind, but, like, everyone can agree that he sucks. It's just that, um, what, it, like, he would kind of win debates because he's, like, because science wasn't able to admit that they are also, like, a theory that's worth, um, judging things against, but, I mean, but you can't be ignorant, and it's like, uh, the stand, what are the standards what are the standards of ignorance? What are you saying is ignorant? But people say that, like, when they find what they perceive to be unself-awareness in you, then you're being ignorant. Like, oh, that's not that's not aware. That's uh, you're being ignorant. But it's just up to it's just up to interpretation. Nobody owns, and really, you should try ignoring people a lot before you think you get to speak on ignorance like it's people that are saying they're totally separated from ignorance that would ever call you ignorant people that are to so above it they would never ignore a thing that are like oh, that's ignorant it's only people that just oh wait what you've never ignored anything but i don't know what to i don't know what to make of that like you if you didn't ignore enough things, why would you think that you get to say what was ignorant or what wasn't to call that, see that in another person and be like, oh, you're being ignorant? Like, to act like you're the authority on it, and somebody, anybody who would say that, act like you're the authority on it, but at the same time say that you, that's the absolute evil that you take no part in. How are you able to do both of those at the same time? Like, I know I completely am not ignorant. You're ignorant. Like, when something gets that stigmatized, where it's, like, that much of a taboo, something like ignorance. And it can be different things, but, like, that, what I just said about ignorance, as applied to ev everything, that people are, like, ca would call you. Like, oh, you're being this 100%, and that is the worst. And I know that even though I have no experience in it, because I don't partake in that. I don't know, like Christians, Christians with sinning. But I mean, Christians have a tough time saying that they sinned, but then they're like, "I admit my sins." I mean, it all goes to God. God gets all those sins. God's like, "We, I get your sins." Jesus, Jesus gets them all. There, uh, but that's part of the. It's part of the secrecy of it. It's like those sins don't get communicated. Like for a Christian, that Jesus automatically gets all of your sins you get them forgiven then it makes you exempt from relating those sins to humanity really and so they they're like christianity will say well there's methods for when you sin against another believer in the church you have to bring it to them or like there's rules and then or bring it to the church if it's that big of a deal but that never happens nobody who sins against Nobody's like, you're not, you're not expected to actually confess or ask for forgiveness from another person or like that that's going to bar you from heaven. 
what bars you from heaven is not asking forgiveness from Jesus. So, like, the, it's, so if Christians are sinning, they're, it makes them exempt from bringing that back up to humanity or, like, so you wouldn't ever have to share your flaws as a Christian with anybody because they just all go to the guy in the sky and they don't really get seen and you can just whisper it in your head and then all of your faults are gone. How about that? And who who cares about paying the penalty on earth? Because now it's just up in heaven, all of those sins. So it's like you don't, you then now don't have to answer to it from anybody, any other person in the world. So it kind of like, it builds up this, this secrecy. I'd say that that adds to this secrecy that characterizes the Christian church, the same kind that makes a Christian separate from the world. I mean, they're separate because they're, they're basically never sinning because as far as their sins are concerned, they're, they're not related to any people in the world that it would need, that a testimony of that would need to be shared. But I guess they share their testimony sometimes, but it's just like not every, they share their, Christians would share their testimony and then that might involve like, I was a sinner before, but then. But now it doesn't matter because God got all of that. And so <laughs> good luck holding me to it because I it, I confessed it. So suck it. Confessed it to God. He God's better than you. I don't have to confess any sin to any person because God is better than every person. So and not only... Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Now you don't have to share it. Now your problems are... You're pro now you're golden, I guess. If you're you're Christian, in the old uh, what do they call it? <laughs> the uh, like what the Christian Church. Sorry, I know the name. They don't call it the Episcopalian and Mormonite medieval swashbuckling indigenous diamond mine. No, they call it the Christian Church. They don't call it the adventurous, nefarious, indescribable. Like, how about the, uh, how about that, like, I feel like people are bringing up the marvelous Mrs. Maisel way too much. Definitely. Oh, the indigenous Mrs. Indescribable showed up, and we made it, we made that show, so... Can't they just make the dumb Mr. Jones so so that I can watch that? Enough with the marvelous Mr. or Mrs. The marvelous Mr. or Mrs. Whatever it doesn't... Hey, she's not... The marvelous Mrs. Maisel isn't a woman necessarily, right? That would be pretty closed-minded for you to draw that conclusion. I think she's a man. She has a penis. The marvelous surprise. That's the end of the show. By the way, she had a dick the whole time. What did you think? What do you think this was? And are you, are you a transphobe? Jeez. Wow. I guess, um, I guess now we know a little bit more about what, how, um, bigoted the country is. 
they didn't think, oh, you thought the marvelous Mrs. Maisel was a woman? Mm, that's kind of a lot of bigotry that you're taking on just with that one statement. Are you a bigot? Oh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The Mrs. Well, good for that, I guess. I don't know. If you're watching that show, I can't help you. But or it's I could I could help you with just basically about everything but um you're in pretty uh uncharted territory there you're actually watching that show and enjoying it I can't wait for the next episode to come out that kind of thing um um <clears throat> hey though Hey, but like, I mean, if there is even a shred of ignorance to be found in you, you're gonna burn in hell because, uh, have you heard of a little thing called, um, awareness? Have you heard of a little thing called politics and feminism and racism? Uh, are you being ignorant? Are you being a... I mean, people, but the like, Christians are like, we're, you're all, you're sinners. So they're totally separate in some senses, but they're separate in the way that people who aren't in the Christian church are just like left with the guilt of it on their own. So they're not like sending it into the sky. I send this into the sky. All my wrongdoing, all my wrongdoing, just like jettisoning it out into space. Like it's yesterday's waste. I didn't, ah, uh, now it's gone. Ha ha ha, I'm forgiven just by whispering it to myself, to God. Now I'm fine. Suck it, world. I just, that's a fun idea, I guess. But, like, why the guilt? Why, why, I mean, I guess I understand it. Why, why get bogged down with the guilt that, with guilt that barely exists? Like, um guilty why do you need why would you need to feel guilty i guess it's kind of like in the exorcist when they brought in the exorcist and he's like hey don't listen to the don't listen to the demon that's talking to you that from the demon possessed girl they are they're just trying to trick you they're they're just going to tell you lies um like don't don't listen to her but it's kind of like a it's kind of like an analogy for the way that the church separates itself from commoners and commonality where this girl that's possessed is like she's just a deviant and that and a child of divorce and um and uh on unfortunately she started to get possessed by like evil itself and then the exorcist comes in but it's kind of like um it's kind of like the the exorcist is the only person on earth that has that has that much power that it actually believes that there's people on earth that actually believe in this thing like a demon to that extent like somebody who has been a devout catholic their whole life is the only kind of person that is that devoted to that kind of energy that kind of belief that they're actually going to take this thing seriously like there's basically only the point is that the exorcist that they bring in is so high up on the chain of Catholicism. Like, 
the first priest that goes to the house is lower in the chain. He doesn't even know that there are Catholics that do exorcism. He thinks that the church, he thinks that the church doesn't even deal with it, but he's just like, he doesn't know about the upper echelon, like the Catholics that are really devout, like the exorcist they bring in is so high up that he's like, but it, it's, it's just telling you this about there's people in churches that they are, they are the only authority on things of this matter. And there's some truth to it. Like, uh, if there's something that's truly paranormal going on, this movie tells you that like they bring her to all these doctors and the doctors try to come up with, they're like, Oh, they have this disorder or they, they try to explain it away as something that can be diagnosed or just explained, but it's like truly paranormal. And so what do you do in life if there is something truly paranormal happening? As it turns out, they're like, it would be like a highly, like somebody who's just been a Catholic their whole life is the only person that has the authority or the power, like that they've dedicated them, themselves to a single belief that much. They're the only people, like there is this authority that the church has and it's over, it's higher than the authority of medicine and news agencies and whatever because it's only somebody who's devoted themselves to paranormal things their entire life that could then say something about like the negative side of it like on either side like if you're a witch doctor like they kind of cancel each other out and that is sort of what happens in the movie because the exorcist dies and so does um so does the girl i mean and then the demon gets exorcised but my problem is with this movie is um this is argue, arguably the greatest horror movie movie of all time why is the exorcist the second priest that they bring in and the f cover of the movie is the second priest showing up next showing up at the residence with a street light above him that's the cover of the movie and it's called the exorcist so he is the exorcist but yet he's not even the one that does the He's not the one who exercises her because it's the lower level priest that exercises her by saying, take me instead. But so which one of them is the exorcist since that is what the movie is about? Notice also that the movie is not, this is the greatest horror movie of all time. And it is not about, it's not called the possession. It's about the priest. It says something about the, what the cross the cross has this authority like that is that is kind of above everything else because it deals with that which cannot be explained it deals with beyond beyond what we're defining about the world and like oh the cross the cross has this authority and the people that practice the cross they're just they're just walking around like they're just around you like anybody else but the point that I started off making is just that, like, the second priest er, is kind of just ignores all these commoners during his life in the scenes in the movie before all of this happens. The, the priest um, that they show the most, not the guy that's like, that they, not the ringer that they bring in the priest that they show the most he's just like passing by all these people trying to ignore all these commoners in his daily life living a life of devotion to like to this specific thing like he's very devoted to catholicism and so then that makes you 
hieratic as opposed to demotic, where demotic is more like democratic. Um, like if you're in the church, you are committing yourself to uh, higher levels of authority than that you would be seen as a commoner because there's this special life that you're committing to and like a specific one too special in that it is very specific that's how it is that's how it is that special is because committing yourself to one specific thing or a life devoted to christ is makes you gives you more authority in somehow gives you more authority than commoners who are not committing to any sort of specialized environment and so like this priest is ignoring he ignores a guy a homeless man who asks him for money but the picture is just that like while he's the priest here he's above him but then the homeless guy is making him feel guilty and it's kind of like to somebody like a priest guilt is embodied in everybody that's below you but it's like that's what you that's what the priest needs to watch out for for what's uh for what the demon possessed girl is saying that the demons are saying to him through her he needs to watch out for their lies or the guilt that the demon possessed girl is trying to put on him make him feel guilty it's the same kind of guilt that that he is um above he's above all of the commoners the the vulgar masses of the world and they present this picture to him of like you can always do more to help them out. And it's really like all of the people below him collectively are like uh, the potential of all the things he could feel guilty about. But that is, that's partially what's embodied just in the demon that's possessing the girl. It's like pure evil, but it's just pure um, democratic, like lower level kinds of people. Um, in, in contrast to the people who are hieratic, uh, demot, demotic people versus hieratic people, hieratic people, people committed to like lifestyles of nobility or higher statuses rather than people who don't commit to that. Um, that's, I'm, I'm saying that that is what, but uh, it's in some senses like the masses, people who don't go to church, people who go to church are like don't listen to them because they're just going to tell you lies about that you should be common like they are that's kind of what the that's what the exorcist is about a little bit it's like don't listen to the lower level so i'm saying like the demon it, it sort of represents like you could go further not necessarily see it as a demon but um But in, interpret it like it's a dream. Movies are like dreams, especially the ones that get remembered the longest. They're like dreams that the country can still try to interpret. But then horror movies are like nightmares. But you can have a vivid nightmare, and a vivid nightmare is probably one of the most interesting things to try to interpret because it probably because it's so profound. I would say, or it's richer. I'd say like a nightmare is a lot more rich than a dainty little non nightmare. Or, and so as a result of that might actually say probably has the most information or you could really understand something from interpreting one of your own nightmares more so than a regular dream possibly i don't know if that's true it's just that there's some people that like horror movies and those are the kind of people that would be like oh i had a nightmare that's interesting or 
like even though it was scary to you you would be drawn to it but it's like uh, the exorcist is like a nightmare you could interpret i don't know it's a it's ultimately kind of a lot of propaganda for the cross i would say that movie because it's only the cross that can resolve all irrational behavior or something like that but that's what the cross is always doing the people who own the cross are holding it over the masses and calming their primitive behavior with it christians are telling the masses the power of christ compels you to calm them down is it better or is it worse is it better it, you could argue it's more evolved to diminish your more primitive spirit or the kinds of things that cause you to just say whatever vulgar swear words like the way that that demon-possessed girl is, like the way she is, is just completely wild, like completely animalistic. But that's that's the kind of spirit that the Christian church seeks to drive out just in people. I'm saying that the exorcism itself kind of represents a... But, um... Wow, I really did talk for that long, I guess. I don't want you to not tune in. I want you to listen. I didn't I didn't mean to be sarcastic. I didn't mean I didn't mean to be mean to be mean mean mean. The means by which that I by which I was mean. I hope they didn't portray me as mean. I used a number of means today by which I explained well, I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, mean, it's, it's not, it's relatively mean how mean I was. I guess it just depends on what you think was mean, if I was mean or not. Was I that mean? I mean, I mean, but who knows what I mean? The meaning, the meaning, what the meaning goes beyond just what me being mean is anybody ever mean? <laughs> or is there always more meaning? I feel like there is more meaning with mean than nice. Nice is kind of more explain explainable. Maybe. Mean is like, what? Are, why are they being mean? But that's the way that we treat it. People aren't like, why are they being nice? But, I mean, people can... Situations can arise where... You would be confused about somebody being nice to you. I've seen it happen. I have command over that situation. Why are they being nice to me? Oh, I've seen it. People, not every time should somebody be nice to you. But uh, I, I don't know. They're probably both just as confusing, right? No, I'm saying that objectively, one of them is more confusing than the other because they're opposites. Like, well, 50-50, so anybody who says that mean is more confusing than nice, there's just as many people that say nice is more confusing than mean. It can't be. Um, But also, when people say objectively, it's like, it's almost like what they mean is subjectively. Because you're like, this, this, um, this jaguar is objectively beautiful or something. 
or like this uh, thing. This mountain is objectively beautiful. It is a beautiful mountain. Everyone would agree. But if it's like everyone would agree, that's why you're saying objectively. Shouldn't you be saying subjectively? Subject Because according to everybody's interpretation, like this mountain is subjectively beautiful. I don't, I don't know. But everyone says objectively or they some sometimes they might say subjectively this um no one gave you the right i don't think you show up and listen to me talk you think you have the right to just oh oh okay oh yeah oh is that what you oh oh is is that what you thought Hmm. That's funny how some people think things and then then they and then they go forward with it. That's funny how the, oh somebody gets something in their head they start th thinking it and then what what do you know? Next thing you know they're they're saying it or they're they're doing it. That's funny how somebody's like oh I'm going to go and then um as it turns out they're serious. It's like, that's funny how people get things in their head. I don't think that that's something to get worked up about as long as we're here. Somebody who gets something in their head, well, they got it in their head that that's okay. Then they're probably exempt from most wrongdoing or they got it in their head. Everybody, before they do everything, it's like something that they got in their head. I'm going to go to Chipotle later. Well, they got it in their head that they could just go to Chipotle. I don't know. I know that people say it as like, oh, then they did something wild. It doesn't... Of course they got it in their head. Do you think that that's so much different from them doing it? It's like thinking it and doing it. Well, those are different things, but especially in a world that's very litigious, will especially hold you to that doing something is very much different from thinking something. A legalistic world is finds the barrier between mental and physical very important. I mean, it finds barriers itself, themselves important. Like, well, the things you think, and then because it's, that's all in legal, chalk it up to legal, that that you're gonna that you're going to be like the standards are very different for when you do something than when you think it chalk it up to legal all right uh see you all on the flip flippity do b -b 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 bye now